Hey guys, and welcome back to the Pondering Podcast. My name is Michelle, and I am sitting downstairs in my living room wearing my husband's socks because it is really cold here in California. It was 90 degrees several days ago, and now it's like dropped to 32. Um, So yeah, it's pretty chilly, getting a little Arctic blast or some sort of cold blast. I'm not sure where it's from. Anyway, I hope you're all doing well, and thank you for those of you who are joining me again, and thank you for all the feedback, as always. I literally can't do the show without it. Well, I could, but it wouldn't be as good. Um, And this week's topic was, describe a particular time if and when you felt like throwing in the towel and completely giving up your role as a stepmom. How did you recover from this feeling and keep going? All right, so I did get some interesting responses here on my actual Facebook page, and I will start with Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. She says, my stepkids are old enough 15 and 17, to understand that I'm taking a step back because emotionally, after 11 years, I need to put myself first and my daughter as well. The breaking point is where everyone just wants you to butt out, but still be on call, if that makes sense. Yes, that does make sense. Where literally, you know, especially with teenagers, they don't want you to get involved, but at the same time, they sort of want you close by to do things for them, things like that. Um, Elizabeth goes on to say, a lot of people will say, you know what you signed up for. My advice is you didn't sign up to be disrespected. It comes down to respect for yourself. And she says, like a 50s housewife, everything looks great on the outside till you become resentful with your extra bag ready to run during the night. Yes, exactly. That stuff builds up over time, no doubt. Okay, and now I'm going to move over to Lizzie's comment. Thank you, Lizzie. She says, what helped was taking a step back not letting anything be about me or become me. Understanding the situation is about the parents and or child and children involved. Talking and giving opinions privately between my partner and I. Give advice and allowing my partner to ultimately choose what is right. The moment I learned the situation and issues that arise are not about me, and come from the traumas of the individuals, I learned peace. Another thing that helped tremendously during the many years was my experience with a broken family. Knowing I was once in the shoes of the stepchild helped to view things with a greater perspective and understanding. Couldn't say it enough to join step-parent groups. Talking about your issues and concerns with others helps. Talking to a therapist that specializes in family therapy, online courses, other step parents, friends, online or in person, best thing you could ever do. Thank you for that, Lizzie. I really appreciate that response. It was so thoughtful. And yeah, when you come from a similar background or family dynamic, it really makes your perspective 
I think, all that much more empathetic towards your stepchildren. Um, there's no doubt about that. You probably have a greater understanding of what it's like and what the feelings are. So thank you for that. Um, we've all got our breaking points. We really do. Um, sometimes we have hundreds upon hundreds of breaking points as stepmoms and every time, most of the time, we can find a reason to hang on and bounce back. Uh, Kimberly Sue commented here, said, I'm still fighting it. Good days and bad days, I try not to overthink. I'm still dealing with resentment and anger. And I know Kimberly Sue's been a stepmom for a super long time and she's still battling with it. So yeah, all right. And I do have some anonymous messages I want to get to today as well. So I will be right back with those. All right, I want to skip over to some private messages that I received. Um, so we're talking today about breaking points and stepmoms who have reached their breaking point, who have reached it in the past, and what they did to climb out of that, or advice that they have to other stepmoms. And this message I received here says... I have felt like this for a while now. I have a 14 and 16 year old stepson and the 16 year old is the most trouble. We've butted heads since the get go seven years ago and it has only gotten worse. It's to the point now where my health is deteriorating to where I may end up in the hospital due to high blood pressure because of him. No one sees his bad grades as anything to fuss about except for me apparently. Back in my day, you got your luxury taken away. No, not now. I guess you're supposed to let them have bad grades, not turn in their homework, and still keep phones, video games, etc. I'm done, but if I leave, my husband threatens custody of our shared daughter. Wow. Okay, so there is a huge amount of stress going on here for this stepmom, and I really appreciate you sharing this with us. Um, yeah, when your health is deteriorating from that amount of stress and your blood pressure is shooting up over these situations, that is a definite breaking point. Um, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. And all I can really do is refer back to all the wonderful advice I've gotten from other stepmoms you know, maybe seeking like an online community or maybe some sort of, I don't know, professional help. I mean, it's very difficult to be in these situations and the tension and the stress is not healthy at all. And teenagers are tough, really, really tough. I have a 16 year old myself, so I do understand that part. Um, and yeah, you should be getting a lot more support from your partner. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And I think a lot of stepmoms carry this stuff the most a lot of the time. And that's what leads them to these breaking points where they feel like they're on an island alone and nobody's listening to them, you know, and they're dealing with 
bad behavior from the kids and they're not getting any help. And I think that's where a lot of us break down. All right, I did get another private message from a stepmom who says, dealing with my 18-year-old stepdaughter has made me want to walk away a few times. I struggle with the immense disrespect she shows to me, her dad, and our home. It has felt like the more I try with her, the harder she pushes back, and the more hurt and resentful I become. If it weren't for my husband, I would have left. I stay for him, for our relationship, and the relationship he has with my daughters. I don't know if I've recovered from my strained relationship with my stepdaughter, but I've definitely disengaged. I keep her at arm's length. Anything more seems like too much emotional energy. Thank you for that. And that was very well said. And I hear a lot from stepmoms talking about how really the only thing that keeps them going is their relationship with their partner. A lot of you have very healthy and loving relationships. um, And that's what keeps you going and keeps you in it. So I have another anonymous answer here from a stepmom who is describing what made her hit her breaking point. And she begins by saying, when we had a quick court and were moved from a civil agreement between my husband and his ex of every Saturday to every other Friday, Saturday, because the judge said it was unfair for one parent to have the child every weekend. Even though for two years until that point, my husband saw their son every Saturday and his ex got to see their son 12 days in a row. Yet the little bit my husband has seen him was seen as not fair to a judge. Not to mention my husband finally after two years took his ex to court for more time than she would allow and his overall monthly time actually decreased by eight hours. So having my stepson bawling in our car because he didn't want to only see his dad every other week instead of every week, having him tell us that he told his mom, and her response was that if my husband went back to every Saturday, then she wouldn't allow overnights to continue. Trying to explain to a child why... They aren't allowed to see their dad more, even though both of them want to see each other. That was a time when I felt like completely giving up. And to be honest, I have no idea how both my husband and I got through that moment. That feeling of being completely defeated. Somehow we did, though. And the only advice I have For when things feel hopeless and you don't think you can keep going, remember who you are doing this for, your husband and your stepchild. Thank you very much for that response. I really appreciate it. And, you know, a lot of stepmoms out there, like I said, this is really a partnership. Um, And there are a lot of husbands out there who are struggling with custody issues and back and forth. And, you know, luckily there's a lot of strong stepmoms out there 
who are helping to build these partnerships and they're right along, you know, alongside with their husbands who are also dealing with these struggles. I think for me personally, the most stressful time period so far of my step parenting journey uh, was definitely a time when I was driving my stepchild back and forth from the other parent's house. Um, and I was dealing with a situation where they actually came to a point where they didn't really want to go, but then they felt guilt because they didn't want to go. So they felt like they had to go. And since I was the one, the full-time stay-at-home parent, I was the one taking them back and forth, you know, week after week after week and dealing with the tears and the stress and the dread of getting in the car and dealing with the moods. And it would make me angry. It would make me really angry. And I would hear things that were going on at the other house and, you know, my husband and I would fight about it all the time and try to figure out what to do. And that was probably the most stressful time of our marriage, you know, f debating and arguing over this stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think that we've gotten past that now. Well, my stepchild doesn't go back and forth anymore because the parent left. But yeah, I look back at that time and my biological daughter was really young. And so I was also dealing with the stress of that and all of us getting in the car and driving somewhere where no one really wanted to go at that point. So that was, yeah, that was probably where I almost hit my breaking point and I would fantasize about packing my bags and leaving. But of course I didn't, you know, and just like all of you say, the reason why I didn't is, is because of the children and because my partner and I ultimately have a really great partnership and a really great life together. All right, so I am going to read another anonymous response that I got here. The stepmom says, I have felt like throwing in the towel one too many times. I don't because of my husband. He makes everything so worth it. And he's constantly reminding me of how much this family and him needs me and how much I have helped them to this day. I've been in their lives now for about eight years, married for three, and I could not imagine doing this with anyone else. In the beginning, this was the hardest thing for me, the constant arguing, so many tears, and just wanting to better, or just wanting better for myself. I always used to tell my friends, don't do that to yourself. It's hard and it's painful. Don't get involved because you fall in love and never leave. But I am so blessed that I have a supportive husband who always has my back. And we are in a great place. Block out the negativity because it's your spouse and that precious child or children you're doing this for. No one else. And then she says at the end, the good outweighs the bad, even on my worst days. Thank you for that response. I really appreciate it. 
Um, yeah, I think a big consensus here is the partnership that a lot of stepmoms have with their partner is what keeps them going. And some of you don't have that great relationship with your partner. And that's one of the reasons you're really struggling. And if you can hear that jingling, that's my husky sitting here next to me in the dark <laughs> while I'm recording this. Um, you know what? The bottom line is that we all hit our walls and whatever it is that pulls us back up, you know, is really what we need to hang on to. But we also need to really evaluate if it's worth it. When you get back up from hitting that wall, you know, do you have a healthy relationship with your partner? Is your partner supporting you? Um, are you stressed out to the point where your health is in danger? Those kinds of things are definite, you know, deal breakers when those things are not working properly. Um, if you've got friends you can talk to, that is important. Um, you need all the help you can get. You need a place where you can vent a safe, you know, place, someone you can call, even a therapist if you can. You know, it's really, really important because breaking points are not funny. Breaking points are a sign that something is wrong, but it doesn't mean something is wrong with you. It just means you've hit your limit. So we have reached the end of the show for this week. I am probably going to take the next week off. We've got Halloween coming up and with COVID and everything, I'm not sure what we're doing, but I know a lot of families are trying to do something. Just, you know, let the kids dress up, do drive through trick or treats, or even do like some small pods of of get togethers. So I am going to attend to my husky right now who is getting anxious. You can hear his collar <laughs> jingling and he's huffing and puffing. Um, yeah, so I'm going to skip next week, most likely, and then I'll be back the week after with a topic. And as always, thank you guys for responding. And thank you for giving me this gift that you give me every week of feedback and experiences and perspective and advice. And I bet you there are stepmoms who are brand new to this uh, role in their lives who can tune in and hear what you guys have to say. And I'm hoping it provides a comfort for them. So thank you all. And I will be back week after next with a new topic. And as always, you can find me at www.theponderingnook.com. And I hope you all have a safe and enjoyable Halloween. And I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye.